Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about the negativity bias. Hi friends, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. How are y'all doing? Today we are talking about the negativity bias. So negativity bias is a tendency that our brains have to focus on and notice more of the negative. Now, this isn't just an anxious mind thing. This is a human brain thing. (laughs) We are more inclined to remember criticism than praise. More inclined to focus on challenging hard moments than positive ones. To remember all the traits we don't like about our partner after a fight than we are to remember and recall the positive ones. Now, the reason that our brains do this is because our brains see this as protective. That focusing on the negative is more useful to us. That if we're able to find what's wrong and find things that are not working or find flaws or faults, that it can keep us safe. Much think about, you know, back in the day, if, you know, you're out in the wilderness trying to survive and your brain's on the lookout for any possible threats, that's going to be a lot more useful to your survival to notice a bear coming your way than to notice how pretty the bird looks sitting up in the tree. (laughs) And so naturally, like this is why our brains tend to operate this way is because focusing on the negative feels more important and feels safer to us. Now, today's day and age, we hear so much (laughs) about just thinking positive and not focusing on the negative and trying to find the good and being happy all the time. And this positivity focus, as as some people term as like toxic positivity, can be unuseful to us because we start getting the idea that something's gone wrong with us for our brain's wanting to find the negative and for feeling negative emotions because we've been told we just need to think positive. But our brains are hardwired to look for what's gone wrong. (laughs) So naturally in your relationship, you know, we, especially with anxiety, tend to focus on the things we dislike about our partner. So nitpicking their personality, their physical traits, focusing on the things that that they are doing wrong and how they should treat you differently. Um, focusing on the things you've done wrong and how you should be different in the relationship and how you need to look better. Focusing on all the flaws and the dynamics and how you interact. And not only that, but our negativity bias also gives us a tendency to be negative about our own 
negativity. Yeah. <laughs> we have these negative thoughts and patterns and feelings that we then beat ourselves up for and think, I shouldn't be thinking like that. I'm such a negative person. Nobody else thinks like this. Nobody else feels like this. Everyone else feels more positive. And you might even, with your own negativity bias, be more inclined to disregard feeling positive emotions or more neutral emotions or some of the positive thoughts you have. So what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times I'll hear people say, I just feel anxious all the time. And I just have these thoughts all the time. And while we really are in a habit and we are thinking and feeling these emotions and thoughts frequently, we do not feel or think one thing 100% of the time. Doesn't happen. And so there are other emotions and other thoughts going on for you that likely you're disregarding, you're not paying attention to or even acknowledging is happening because, yes, our brain's a little more wired to be thinking negative thoughts and having negative feelings, but also we are more wired to focus on those ones. (laughs) We're, We're wired not just to be a little more negative, but also to be negative about our negativity. So that means we're focusing on those negative thoughts and we're disregarding all of the positive, beautiful parts of our partner, us, and positive thoughts and emotions within ourselves. We're less inclined to notice and remember those because your brain thinks finding the flaws in your partner, yourself, is going to help. That it's going to keep you safe from whatever you're afraid of happening in your relationship. It's going to protect you from getting cheated on. It's going to protect you from being abandoned, from hurting them, whatever your fear is. And if you have learned that anxiety in and of itself is scary and dangerous... And anxiety is the threat you're trying to protect yourself from. Then your brain is also going to be more hypersensitive to noticing those anxious thoughts and feelings. Because your brain thinks that is the way to protect you from having more anxiety. Now, a lot of us, when we like, become more aware of our negativity, the knee-jerk reaction is to try to eradicate it and compensate with all of the positive things, right? We hear a lot about positive thinking. It's like, okay, let me just think more positive and crowd out all of the negative, or let me just try to avoid these negative thoughts and feelings. And this does not work, my friends. (laughs) This actually tends to create even more chaos within ourselves because, again, our brain thinks this negativity is really useful and we're just like kind of trying to override that and crowd it out. And the part of us that thinks this is really useful is going to fight that so hard because it's trying to keep you safe. 
So the answer is not annihilating your negative thinking. What we need to do is first of all, just have awareness. This is a thing. Know that your brain it does tend to lean towards negative. That, that, that is just what our brains are wired to do. And I think we sometimes don't realize it because we are so isolated in our own world. We see, we see the happy pictures and posts of other people, but we don't really see, like, we have no idea what's going on in other people's heads. And, you know, as a coach, I see, like, so much of, of how we all struggle as humans. And we all have very similar thoughts and feelings. Even outside of relationship anxiety, humans in general, we all have very similar things we're struggling with. But I think so often we, a lot of times, want to make ourselves feel isolated and think, I'm the only one that's thinking like this. I'm the only one that's this negative. Everyone else is so positive and so happy. But knowing that is such a lie, and maybe other people don't share the exact same thought patterns or feelings as you, but they for sure have their own mental load of negative thoughts and self-judgments. And so I think just that awareness of like, okay, this is part of my humanness. This is my brain working the way it's supposed to. While it doesn't get rid of negative thoughts, can help lessen your negativity about your negativity. So instead of labeling yourself as like, oh, I'm such a negative person, I just always think so negatively, is knowing there's no such thing as a negative person. <laughs> we can't go take you to the doctor and have your blood tested and be like, oh, yep. I mean, I guess there's blood types with negatives in it. <laughs> or maybe just positives. I don't know. I'm horrible with medical things. But there is no way to know, okay, this person emotionally, mentally, yep, negative person, right? We might label or perceive some people as more negative than others, but in the end, like, that's just your judgment call about them based on, like, what you've heard them say and your own negative thoughts about that person. That person might just be sharing more of their negative thoughts than other people share, but we all got them going on, right? Maybe that person just has less judgment of their negative thoughts than the rest of us. So there isn't just like negative people and positive people. We all are humans that experience negativity and positivity. And so dropping some of that judgment of yourself of like, I'm just so negative all the time and letting go of like, you know, no, this is me being human, <laughs> And having thoughts and feelings that don't always feel good sometimes. So if you can kind of drop a little bit about that negativity, about your negativity, yes, those thoughts and feelings will still pop up, but now it's not going to feel nearly so dramatic and heavy. Now, the next thing I think is important is being able to notice in your brain is saying extreme things and calling it out for that. <laughs> so when your brain starts just making these generalized negative statements like, oh, he just never helps around the house or she always is complaining or he never says I love you or whatever it is. This, like, When your brain's like making these very drastic statements, 
is being able to recognize like, wait, okay, here's that bias there where I am just generalizing and just seeing all of the negative things. And then I think from that space is being able to recognize, once you recognize like that's what's going on is you're having that negativity bias, you're really focusing on it, is thanking your brain. (laughs) Thank you for trying to protect me, for focus, for finding like what's gone wrong here. And it's possible that's not the full truth. And this is where you want to, again, not try to delete or override the negativity, but create space for positivity as well. So opening yourself up for, like, yeah, you know what? There has been a lot of anxiety this week. Brain, thanks for pointing that out. And I've also navigated it really well in these moments. And I've also been able to use it as a way to connect with other people. Or yeah, brain, we did get in a few fights. And we were able to use it as a way to come closer together and learn how to love each other more. So while not trying to override or get rid of or argue with the negative, but not getting so caught up in letting your mind only see that. I think that's what's so important. You know, I think positivity is so, so useful, not as a way to crowd out the negativity, but rather to have as a balance for life. So yes, like validating some of the negative thoughts and feelings you feel, not trying to shove them away, and being able to remember and give space for all of the things that are going so good and exactly the way you would want. And allow yourself to be able to live with both. And I think that's where ultimately we as humans thrive the most. It's not where we're denying and we've gotten rid of all the negativity and replaced it all with positive. And also not where we're consumed in the negativity either, but rather we remember like this is kind of where my brain tends to want to focus. That's okay. Nothing's gone wrong with that. That's me being human. And these are the things that I'm really grateful for with how things have gone, with moments that I am navigating really well. Allowing yourself to see the black and white. Allowing yourself to experience the positive and negative. Because our bias will have us forgetting the positive. It will try to drive us away from it. So it's important to remember it. Just not from a place of trying to override it. And when you're able to do that, what you will find is you're thinking about your relationship will become less extreme. You won't be as frantic anytime a negative thought or emotion comes up. You won't freak out about it. You'll be able to have space for interactions with your partner or aspects of your partner that you don't like as much. That you'll be more okay with moments of arguing and more okay with times of that not seeing eye to eye or them not getting you or your partner not behaving exactly the way you want because you know that, you know, this is like a part of life and it's okay that I'm, <laughs> that my brain is worried about focused on this 
and we're not getting consumed in it as much. We're able to keep perspective of all the beautiful things in the relationship. And that allows us to have more emotional stamina, to not get so burdened down, and allows the negativity to not be this like such a heavy thing that we're carrying as much as it is just an opportunity for growth within the relationship. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.